Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi! Welcome into Fantasy Football Sunday. I am your host, Steven Serta. It's Championship Sunday for most fantasy football leagues. Hopefully you're still not in a league that uh, has a championship game in Week 17. So hopefully this is the wrap of your fantasy football season today. And I am here for the next hour to try to help you win your fantasy championship. Let's go get a ring. Let's do it. I think we've uh, I think we've been pretty successful this season. I think we've had a lot of uh, good times. I think we've had more good times than we have bad times. And there's a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, Mike Boone, Vikings third string running back, likely to get the start on Monday Night Football, and a significant running offense is a guy that you need to go get if you have not yet. If he's still available, you need to go pick him up because he's going to be in a lot of leagues. And he's got an opportunity to potentially carry you to a fantasy championship. DeAndre Washington, starter, because Josh Jacobs is hurt. Probably not going to play for the rest of the season. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out a little while ago that they aren't expecting Derrick Henry to play for the Titans today. They're going up against the New Orleans Saints. That game actually has zero impact on their playoff standing. So they don't really need Derrick Henry to play today. They'll still need some help down the stretch. Uh, but Deion Lewis likely going to get the get the nod today in, in place of Derrick Henry. I don't know how confident I am in Deion Lewis being the guy going against a very good run defense. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do. If you're a Derrick Henry owner, you just got to get a body in your lineup that has potential to get in the end zone or or do anything. Uh, there's... Uh, it sucks if you've been riding Derrick Henry all season long. You just got kind of got to figure it out. But that's the way this goes, right? So let's uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's let's bring this thing home. Let's spread the field. Spread the field. The Jacksonville Jaguars at Atlanta Falcons. Falcons actually have a pretty good run defense. Uh, that makes me worry a bit for Leonard Fournette, but. I mean, he's still Leonard Fournette. He still gets all of the work every game. He's heavily involved in their passing game now, too. So, I mean, Leonard Fournette has to be in your lineup. You can't bench him. He he just gets too many guaranteed opportunities, uh, despite the fact that maybe he hasn't been quite what you were hoping for this season with the uh, lack of touchdown production. But Leonard Fournette has to be in your lineup. Uh, DJ Chark will return. Uh, but prior to getting injured, he had some rough games. Uh, and even with the Falcons putting Desmond Trufant on IR, they still slowed the Niners passing game last week. Their defense has just been good since their bye week. Inexplicably, their defense has just been really good. Uh, so I don't have a lot of faith in Gardner Minshew, but I think that if you've made it this far with DJ Chark as your weekly starter at wide receiver, 
I think that he has to be in your lineup this week as well, even going against what looks like a tough matchup on paper. I don't think I'm playing anyone else for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the Falcons have been shutting down opposing quarterbacks. It's It's been ridiculous, and it makes zero sense. So I don't have any faith in putting Gardner Minshew in my lineup. Uh, Devontae Freeman's bad, but the Jags have allowed 10 rushing touchdowns over the last month and a half. It's a great matchup, so I think he has to be in your lineup today. Um, and, yeah, he, he's another one of those guys where if you've made it this far with Devontae Freeman as a weekly starting running back in your lineup, then go ahead and deploy him and hope for the best. Uh, Julio Jones had 20 targets last week with no Calvin Ridley. I think he's still going to get a ton of targets today. Uh, you know, Jacksonville's defense just isn't what it used to be. Their pass defense is still okay, but uh, you're obviously deploying Julio Jones. Uh, Austin Hooper hasn't done much since returning from injury, but the Jags haven't been good against opposing tight ends all season, so I still like him. And I think you can start Matt Ryan, who's been a very consistent fantasy option all season long. You don't need to get cute with anybody else in this game. Just get Matt Ryan, Julio, and Devontae Freeman in your lineups and walk away. The Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. So, Based on what happened yesterday, you know, we had three NFL games yesterday. Um, they were all good games, luckily, but and, and there was some significant fantasy, perf- you know, what you got last week when Lamar Jackson just absolutely torched the New York Jets on Thursday night football. Like, there wasn't anything like that from these eight games. So, you might down because they can't really change playoff status. Like, they, they could still, they still need to clinch home field advantage, but there's a little worry that, you know, if this game gets out of hand, some guys get benched early. But I mean, they got they got benched halfway through the fourth quarter against the Jets last week anyways. I think the Ravens win this game. They lost to the Browns earlier this season. Nick Chubb absolutely went off in that game. I don't think that happens again today. This is a different Ravens team. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's in your lineup. Uh, I, I, I'm not worried about this game. Uh, I, I'm not worried about them, you know, snap counting any of their players i think these guys they need to win the game they still need to clinch home field advantage they're gonna be fine uh the browns run defense isn't great uh and mark ingram's been a legitimate running back one all season long so mark ingram obviously in your lineup uh mark andrews has scored five times in the last six games and the brass defense seems to have just given up to be completely honest a lot of people at team seem to have given up uh so mark andrews obviously in your lineup and Hollywood Brown did score last week, but they just don't involve their wide receivers consistently enough to where I'm deploying anybody with any type of confidence. You know, the Browns are talented. Hollywood Brown season, but I can't put Hollywood in my lineup this week, and I don't want to put any other Raven uh, wide receiver in my lineup. So you start Lamar, you start Mark Ingram, and you start Mark Andrews, and you leave it at that. You absolutely can't play Baker Mayfield. Uh, he had a great matchup last week, and he still wasn't very good. This isn't a good matchup. I, I, I don't see how you can play Baker Mayfield in your lineup at all, and I, I don't see how you can start Odell. Uh, I mean, just he's just plainly been awful this season, and it's I, I think there's a lot of blame to go around for the Cleveland Browns and the expectations that were coming into the season and how disappointing Odell Beckham's been, but... And he's been playing through injury all season long. I don't know how much that has to do with it, uh, but you can't start Odell today. Uh, he's had good matchup after good matchup after good matchup and still has not produced. I don't see how he could be in your lineup in any under any circumstance. 
Uh, Jarvis Landry did nothing last week, but he's been the team's number one wide receiver this season. Uh, he'll see a lot of Marlon Humphrey, though, and he's a pro bowler yet again. So it's just a tough matchup for everybody when it comes to Cleveland Browns players. Uh, David Njoku got deactivated for whatever reason last week, even though they said he was healthy, um, and he played the week before, but he just didn't play last week. So I, I don't see how you could play him this week. Uh, the Ravens have given up more rushing yards lately than they generally do, and Nick Chubb, of course, torched them the last time they played. Uh, but this is a very different Ravens team now. Uh, I, I think you still have to play Nick Chubb. You can't bench Nick Chubb because he's going to get 20 carries in this game, no matter what the circumstance or the game flow is. I, I think you you just know that Nick Chubb is going to get those touches. Uh, I don't think you can play Kareem Hunt this week, though. You know He's been a very viable uh, running back since coming back from suspension. He's heavily involved in the passing game. So in PPR leagues, he's been pretty productive. Uh, but the Ravens are elite against pass-catching backs, and he's just not going to get enough carries for you to put him into your lineup. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at the Tennessee Titans. Adoree Jackson out yet again in this game. Obviously, Michael Thomas is incredible, so you put him in your lineup. Uh, Traquan Smith has scored in three of his last four games. I don't really want to take a flyer on Traquan Smith. That's more of a, a, a daily thing because so far in his young career, he has not shown to be... Very consistent, but I, I, there is an opportunity here for him today, and he's going to be pretty cheap on all daily fantasy sites. Uh, Jared Cook has actually been really good over the back half of the season, so I think in your lineup today. And uh, Drew Brees hasn't played outside in a while. Be some for me. Uh, I, I don't know. It should be really going what seems to be a good matchup. Um, so I think you still put Drew Brees in your lineup. Uh, especially on the other side of the ball. We'll get to that here in a second, but the Titans likely aren't going to have Derrick Henry today. Alvin Kamara down, uh, but the Titans do give up a lot of receiving yards to pass-catching backs. So I think Kamara can still be in your lineup, even though he's been kind of a disappointment this season. And Latavius Murray has been getting a lot more work. He's been getting the goal line carries for the Saints. I think that he's a flyer for the desperate. You know, if you're a Derrick Henry owner, Latavius Murray, might be available that possibly you could go add likely Murray's owned in most of your leagues so he matter I would rather not play Latavius Murray unless I'm absolutely bad and Schefter did report this morning Derrick Henry who's been dealing with a hamstring injury all see or all week did not practice but Henry's been saying all week long he was going to play this game cannot impact the Titans playoff chances whatsoever which is kind of weird this late in the season it's a matchup against an NFC up that they see once every I don't know five years probably. Uh, so it does not impact the playoff standing whatsoever. Uh, so Dion Lewis is going to get the nod. So if he's available, you could, and he probably is because he should be. He's been absolutely awful this season. I think you can go add Dion Lewis lineup, um, but I, I can't do so with any type of confidence to their secondary. Saints defense is uh, get, getting a late season boost from him. Saints have actually given up big fantasy days to quarterbacks. So I think Ryan Tannehill Still in a decent chance uh, to, to be productive today. But the Saints are just really hot right now. And, and I, I don't really trust this game with no Derrick Henry because their offense is so heavily dependent on him. It does so much for Ryan Tannehill's production. I, I don't like this game for the Titans at all with no Derrick Henry. So so I, I, I'm avoiding Titans players today if I can help it. Let's get to weather. Storm warnings with Steve. It's actually supposed to be all right tonight in Chicago. 
for your Kansas City Chiefs there playing on Sunday night football against the Chicago Bears. 49 degrees, not too windy. I've been talking about it all week. I have a lot of faith in Patrick Mahomes today. Even going against uh, a good pass defense in the Chicago Bears, I think the Chiefs are just that much better than the Bears, even though it's a Bears home game. I think Patrick Mahomes will be in a fantastic spot. I I think you deploy your Chiefs with a lot of confidence tonight in your fantasy lineups. Need to hit a quick timeout, but when we get back, the Arrowhead Pride Fantasy Locks of the Week. Text line 69306. Send me your lineup questions. I will try to answer those all throughout the show. Uh, Normally at 930, we have my good friend Ben Heisler who joins us to talk about uh, what's going on in the fantasy world. Uh, We're having some technical difficulties today. So I'm actually going to be joined by Dusty Likens for a few minutes so we can try to help you guys get your lineup set. Uh, And Dusty's coming up at 10 a.m. today. He's uh, stepping in for Jay Binkley, who's been... uh, working his tail off over the uh, month of December for the holiday season. He's filling in with me on middays all last week, and he'll be on Fesco in the morning all this upcoming week. And, of course, the uh, Arrowhead Pride tailgate, and he'll be on the Arrowhead Pride postgame show with Pete Sweeney, but Pete Sweeney and Ken Swanson coming your way ahead of Sunday night football this evening at 520. Go Ryan Goat. Joe Mixon is going to be a very popular play today, and he should be. Uh, he's got an incredible matchup against the Dolphins, and he's been an absolute monster. He's he's now got six straight games with highly productive fantasy output. Uh, what they're doing in Cincinnati, obviously, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL, so I wouldn't say it's exactly working, but it's been working for Joe Mixon lately. Uh, he's been He's been fantastic, so I think that he has to be in your lineup today going against one of the worst run defenses in the NFL He's an absolute lock to get all the work. Giovanni Bernard has not done anything this season. Joe Mixon has been absolutely fantastic, and he's got a very, very good game against the Miami Dolphins. Loud wrong. I really liked Jimmy G last week, despite the fact he went against uh, an Atlanta defense that's been stellar since it's by. Jimmy hurt me. I uh, I went against Lamar Jackson last week. He absolutely torched the New York Jets on Thursday night football. And I gave you a ton of picks that hit last week to try to overcome that deficit. I came up just short in uh, one of my big money leagues. I wound up losing by four points. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that Jimmy G was absolutely awful. Wasn't particularly good last night either against the uh, St. Louis Rams, despite The 49ers pulling that off. Jimmy did have a couple of big throws down the stretch in that game. But hopefully you did not start Jimmy G in your lineup because in in, in terms of fantasy, Jimmy G isn't getting you where you want to go. And he certainly didn't get me there last week. I was absolutely wrong about that. All birds. I really like this Cincinnati Bengals-Miami Dolphins game. (laughs) I, I know. I feel like I keep doing this. All season long, I keep getting sucked in by these awful teams because they have good matchups, and I just assume that that means they're going to be productive. But I'm buying in. I'm buying in. You know what? I've been eliminated from all of my regular season-long leagues this season. I got nothing left but daily, so I'm going for it today. I am putting Andy Dalton in my lineup. He's a very favorable price point. Obviously, he's got a he's got potential. Uh, you know, he, he's going to have an opportunity to be really productive today against a horrible Miami Dolphins team. 
Uh, their defense is one of the worst defenses in the NFL. I already told you about Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon going to be one of the most popular plays on all daily fantasy formats today. Marlon Mack is going to bounce back. He's had a couple bad games since returning from injury. Hasn't been getting quite as many carries. But those were just really tough matchups on paper. Marlon Mack, now, if you manage to weather the storm with Marlon Mack and he got you to your fantasy championship, Marlon Mack in a very, very good spot today to absolutely torch the Carolina Panthers. And I think you have to play Michael Thomas. Uh, the Tennessee Titans secondary just isn't very good. No Dory Jackson. Uh, no no Malcolm Butler, who was put on IR earlier this season. Michael Thomas has been absolutely shredding everybody. He's a high price point, but going with Cincinnati Bengals gives me uh, enough money to go pay for a guy like Michael Thomas this week. And I also really like Cortland Sutton. Really good matchup. He's been super consistent all season long. I think Drew Locke can bounce back today in a very favorable matchup. My guy, Mike Williams, back-to-back games now with a touchdown. And I think he can keep it going today. He is their deep threat. He's got a very favorable matchup against an awful Oakland Raiders secondary. And while Phillip Rivers has been a disappointment this season, Phillip Rivers absolutely torches the Oakland Raiders and has for the last several years. I love Mike Williams today. And I think Jacob Hollister has to be in every lineup you can get him in today. Got a very favorable matchup against the worst tight end defense in all of football. I love Jacob Hollister. And I'm taking a chance. Deion Lewis would know Derrick Henry today. I know it's a tough matchup against the New Orleans Saints. Deion, I just need you to find a way to get in the end zone. Just, uh, you know, get get to the one-yard line and just get in. Figure it out. That's all I need from you. That's all I'm asking for. I know you haven't been productive at all this season, and you're a little banged up yourself. You 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 missed some practice time this week, but you got a chance, man. You got a chance, and I'm buying in because you are dirt cheap on all daily fantasy sites, and I'm taking a chance on the Dallas Cowboys defense. They haven't been particularly good at forcing turnovers this season, but going against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, with their fourth-string wide receivers in practice squad, uh, Tim Ward, uh, I think the Cowboys are in a good spot today, especially after a dominating win last week. Let's get back to some matchups. The Carolina Panthers at the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is in your lineup. Uh, DJ Moore has been the number one wide receiver on this team without a doubt. But Kyle Allen's been really bad, and they're going to start Will Greer today to uh, see what they have in him. I, I don't see how you can be confident in starting anybody besides Christian McCaffrey, but I am okay with playing DJ Moore. I, I know it's a uh, looks like a tougher matchup with a with a rookie quarterback that you have zero faith in, but it, in these situations, you know your number one guys are the guys that tend to get just filtered the football because they can't do a lot, whole lot. They can't be super creative with this thing. Well, Will Greer is their starting quarterback, so I still think that DJ Moore is a safe play despite the fact that Will Greer is his starting quarterback and CMC's gotten you to your championship games. You're not going to mess around and, and talk yourself into benching him because of Will Greer. Uh, I don't trust any Colts pass catchers. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has, has been bad lately. Uh, you know, If you made it this far with those brutal matchups, I already told you Marlon Mack has to be in your lineup today. The Panthers over the back half of the season have been the one of the worst-run defenses in the NFL. It's the Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars over the back half of the season have not been able to stop anybody on the ground. So if you weathered the storm with Marlon Mack, he absolutely has to be in your lineup today. I think he's going to go 
off, he's got an opportunity to help you get to get another ring. He's got he's got an opportunity to clinch this thing and to seal it for you. I don't see how you can start a Colts uh, pass catcher right now, though, the way Jacoby Brissett's been playing. Um, I, I could talk myself into T.Y. Hilton, I, I suppose, uh, but I just don't trust it with uh, his injuries this season and the inconsistency of Jacoby Brissett. Cincinnati Bengals at the Miami Dolphins. Joe Mixon's been incredible. I already told you I'm putting him in multiple lineups. I think you have to have him in multiple lineups. He's been an absolute monster. I mean, he was even, and it's not like he's been doing this against just bad teams because the, the Bengals are a bad team. He's been doing it against good teams. He did it against the Patriots. Like, he's just been unstoppable. He's been the one part of their offense that is working right now. And so I think he absolutely has to be in your lineup. Um, And that being said, because it's the Dolphins, I think you can take a desperation heave on Andy Dalton. I think you can take a desperation heave on John Ross. Like Tyler Boyd, I think Tyler Boyd is a guy that you can absolutely put in your lineups. And I think he is the safe play as far as uh, Cincinnati pass catchers go. But I'm kind of more interested in taking John Ross because I want to take the chance on John Ross. I think he can beat this Miami Dolphins secondary over the top. And I think you can play Fitzmagic today. Uh, uh, the Bengals' pass defense has actually been all right this season. It's It's been the strongest part of their defense by far. Uh, but Patrick Laird is their starting running back. And he he's going to get an opportunity to really carry the workload today against a one of the worst-run defenses in the NFL in the Cincinnati Bengals. But I still don't trust that. I think Fitzmagic is going to find a way to get it done. Him and Devontae Parker have been absolute fantasy gold Together this season, Devontae Parker's been unstoppable when he's been healthy. So I think that you have to roll with both of those guys. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the New York Jets. I don't want to roll with anybody in these games, to be completely honest. James Conner is making his return, uh, but Jets' run defense is still really, really good. It's one, of, it's one of the three best run defenses in the NFL, despite the fact that the Jets are awful. I don't see how you can start James Conner with any type of confidence, and he, he did get work last week, but it was just more of a uh, a split. So if James Conner, I think you put him in your lineup probably if you still have him on your team because he does have an opportunity to get back to a full workload this week, that bell cow status. So I think James Conner can be in your lineup, but I don't love it. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is likely to make his return, uh, but he seemed really skeptical about his status all week, but they did remove him from the injury report. I just don't see how with Duck Hodges you can start Juju Smith-Schuster coming back from the injury. He's been he's been banged up all season long. Deontay Johnson, James Washington. I don't see how you can play any of those guys uh, the way Duck Hodges played last week. I don't think you can start any Jet either uh, against the Steelers' incredible defense. Uh, don't trust Robbie at all. Jamison Crowder, I guess, has the best chance of doing anything just because uh, Darnold will probably check down all day because the Steelers are going to wreak havoc on the Jets' awful offensive line. Um, I do think Le'Veon Bell can be in your lineup because he's going to get all the opportunity. But the Steelers' defense is just really good. I guess it's a, I guess it's a revenge game if you want to talk yourself into that. But Le'Veon's been a disappointment, just as everybody else on that Jets offense has been all season long. So I, I'm not, I'm not eager to put Le'Veon Bell in my lineup, and I'm not eager to start anybody in this game. To be completely honest, uh, needed a quick break. When we get back, we're going to catch up with our guy Dusty Likens. Fantasy Football Sunday with Steven Serta. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. I'm Steven Serta. 
Text line 69306. Send me your lineup questions. I will try to get those answered all throughout the show. You might listen to us uh, weekly, a couple times a week. I sit down with my guy Dusty Likens on the Force to Pump podcast, a part of the 435 Podcast Network. Normally, I'm joined by my friend Ben Heisler at this time, having some issues uh, with Benny Heiss's connection. So Dusty Likens is stepping in. Suck it, Ben. <laughs> so I know it's championship week, uh, but, you know, th- things happen. Dusty is a is a more than serviceable fill-in for our guy Ben Heisler. He'll be back next week for our final show, Week 17, where we just run through daily plays pretty much all the whole day. So, Dusty? Yep. I know you won your second consecutive championship last week. That's right, baby. Uh, thanks in large part to all of my fantasy advice all season long. Pretty much. How'd you do? Uh, I lost by four points. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still upset about it. I think that I should have won, and I think that uh, my team was good enough to win it all. I heard you were kind of sketchy as a commissioner, though. I'm not a commissioner. In or, league, you were so. about rules. Somebody said that they told me that you didn't tell them that if you won your division, you got money. If you had something else. See, I don't think that's true. He was a first-time player in this league, okay. and he asked me about the rules. Yeah. But I didn't really know. I don't really know all the rules, and he should have asked about that at the draft. And by the time he got to the draft, I was already heavily intoxicated uh, because I had been drinking all day. And so he said he neglected to tell me before the draft there were five waiver wire transactions and five bucks a pop. So I didn't that move is anyone. not true. <laughs> I told him that waiver moves cost five dollars a piece. That's also, that's the big thing in this league. I hate it, but it does make the pot pretty big. It's super annoying. Trust me. I don't like spending $5 just to make a move. Also, didn't tell me until playoffs that division winners get their money back. That I wasn't I probably, even trying to win my division because I thought the whole waiver wire thing. Yeah, I mean, that I probably yeah. didn't tell him that. But also, he shouldn't need to know that to want to win. If he's not making waiver moves because they cost $5, then he doesn't want to win. So that's on him, not on me. Because I spent well over $100 in waiver moves because I'm in it to win it. I don't care about the money. But I did win my division, and I get the buy-in back, so that covered most of my waiver moves. So I didn't really spend any extra money on that. Must be nice. So Mike Boone, yeah, DeAndre Washington, and Deion Lewis. Which of those three guys would you be interested in putting in your lineup who has potential to pull off a C.J. Anderson from last season? So... I don't like Deion Lewis because I really like that Saints uh, defensive front. So that kind of makes me nervous. You saw what your boy Marlon Mack was able to do against that last week. Um, Boone, Packers, I mean, that's a tough one because that's Monday night, but that's kind of where I lean towards. Uh, I don't like Deion Lewis because of the Saints matchup, but I would probably go Mike Boone just because, I mean, it's a home game, so weather's not going to be an issue. Not that it would be, but uh, it's also like the luxury of having that like Monday night clip where, like, if the team you're playing is completely done and you have Mike Boone as a chance to do very well in that Minnesota run game against a Green Bay defense that can kind of, I don't know, can kind of stop the run. Um, but I lean towards Mike Boone just because I don't like Deion Lewis in that backup role against the Saints defense up front. Yeah, I, I think that... So somebody tweeted at me earlier and said, I've got Aaron Jones, Mike Boone, and Philip Lindsay. Oh, Aaron Jones all day. So... Well, I would rather, I think I would rather sit Aaron Jones 
because the Vikings run defense is really, really good this season. Uh, it, it's the strongest part of their defense by far. Their pass defense has been bad all season long. Yeah. But the run defense has been especially good at home. Like they've gotten burned a couple of times on the road, but at home, their run defense has been dominant all season long. So that worries me a little bit about Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones had the big game last week, but that was the first. He's been kind of a boomer bust player. It's just that when he booms, he really booms. Yeah. But, and Philip Lindsay's got a nice matchup against the Detroit Lions. So, but Philip Lindsay ha- has been pretty inconsistent this e- season, even though he's gotten more work over the back half of the season. I think I would talk myself into Jones and Boone just because of what you said, because I like the advantage of having two significant players who are going to be key cogs in that offense yeah. on Monday night and making the person that, I, that I'm playing sweat a little bit and be worried about it because that's a horrible feeling in fantasy when you don't have anybody going on Monday and they've Ooh. got one or two guys, especially this week where like it's got to where you just, you just want this thing to be over and you want to know what happens. Yeah. You want, you want to be able to get to work on Monday morning and not have to sit around and worry about it all day. I love that feeling when I could do it to somebody else. Yeah. So that would be the deciding factor for and me. And those are two numbers that they're going to stare down and be like, oh, both these guys could get like 20 or they could get, you know, 15. Either way, you like your chances. And also the last time Aaron Jones played the Minnesota Vikings, long, long time ago, um, Aaron Jones ran the ball 23 times for 116 yards and a touchdown. So, and he's also gotten better at the passing game. So you know that Aaron Rodgers is going to find him. And even from the text line, they ask if you should start Aaron Rodgers against Minnesota or Tannehill against the Saints. Don't start Aaron Rodgers if your championship depends on it. Like I, I would Simon. rather start Aaron Rodgers than start Ryan Tannehill today. That Saints pass defense is terrible. It's not terrible. Jameis Winston lit him up for 430. Yeah, but that was Jameis. Jameis just throws caution to the wind in every situation. <laughs> Houston did all but right yesterday. Ryan Tannehill, without Derrick Henry, I don't have faith that Ryan Tannehill is going to, you know, against the Saints really go off. A.J. Brown's going to be shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore in all likelihood. Yeah. So I think A.J. Brown gets shut out in this game. Like, guy. like I love A.J. Brown yeah. as a player, but he's got a very difficult matchup against a very good cornerback. They added Janoris Jenkins to try to make their passing defense better because Eli Apple is awful. And I don't know that Janoris Jenkins is going to just automatically start. But I will say that when you add a cornerback this late in the season, that's one of the easier positions to just step in and play right away. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they can just, he doesn't necessarily need to know every single defensive formation. They can just be like, just man up. Just go out, just go out there and cover and, and, and play. Yeah. So, I think I would rather play Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, Rodgers, I, I've been trashing Aaron Rodgers all season long because he's had like four fantasy viable games. Yeah, yeah, the one against the Raiders and everything else is just kind of average. So, if you are a Derrick Henry owner... Let's say, you know, Mike Boone, DeAndre Washington, those are guys that were added earlier in the week. Yeah. So probably zero chance they're available in your league. Deion Lewis should be available, but say you, you know, woke up late and somebody else already snaked Deion Lewis from you just so you couldn't get him and you're a Derrick Henry owner. Mm -hmm. Do you have an idea of where you pivot to try to, because you just got to get a body in your lineup. Right. Um, I mean, it depends. It depends if you want to use it as a flex. I mean... I know that, like, and you're going to kill me for this, but I know that Boston Scott's available in Philadelphia, and I know that Miles Saunders is going to get a lot of play just because of how he's played lately. But they're not going to have Jordan Howard today, and 
that Philadelphia run game is always kind of a question. I know Saunders is, like, really, really good. It was really, really good against uh, Washington last week. And in fact, I think he caught that, like, piss rocket that went through him in the corner of the end zone. Um, but yes. I like Boston Scott in this situation in the terms that you have because Derrick Henry, man, that's that knife to the gut where, like, I'm sure he rode that all year and then championship week uh, not playing. Well, so I actually like Boston Scott a lot. I oh actually like I actually like that move because you're gonna roast me. Uh, no, Boston because Bo- well, it was like play. a it was like a sixty forty split between him and Miles Sanders yeah. last week. Like Miles Sanders went off, had an incredible game, but the week before, Boston Scott was the more productive runner. Right. Uh, Doug Peterson just refuses to only utilize one back, and it's super frustrating because I think Miles yeah. Sanders is a really talented player. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that a lot of people are going to be chasing the points from Miles Sanders from last week. I still think he's in a good spot, and I think he's got an opportunity today because the Cowboys are particularly bad against pass-catching running backs. But I don't, uh, I, I don't think that, I, I don't think that Boston Scott is awful. I, I, I think that that's that's a desperation heave that I'd be okay with. Nice. I'm always glad when I get Sirtis approval. He hated Darius Slayton for like three weeks, and Darius Slayton just absolutely ripped. I didn't off. hate Darius Slayton. Didn't I like just him. said that I wasn't interested in starting him with Eli Manning as the quarterback, and Eli Manning came out slinging it, and Darius Slayton had back to back good weeks. I like it, and I did play him. So uh, I, I mean, I was I was the benefit the benefactor in those situations. You like Drew Locke today at all? I actually like him a lot. I do, too. Like, I was looking at his matchup today, and I was like, man, I think Drew Locke against that Lions team coming off that game where he was just embarrassed by Mahomes. Like, I feel like this is the game where Locke and Sutton just absolutely destroy him. Yeah, I think you uh, – I think that he can be in a, a desperation circumstance. I think Drew Locke is a good dart throw. I'd rather play him in daily than play him in, like, a season-long championship game. Uh, but I do like his matchup. I think he could bounce back today, and the Lions just aren't a very good football team. They got your boy playing today? Carry on Johnson? Yeah. Uh yeah, he's expected to play. You think he's available in like a lot of leagues? Just probably. Like on the waiver wire that probably. Just, yeah. If I'm a Derrick Henry owner, I'd go pick <laughs> up Carry on Johnson. He doesn't have to be a Derrick I can't Henry imagine player. outside of keeper leagues that people were just stashing him for this week sixteen matchup he might return for. Yeah, never know. So all right. Well, appreciate it, Dusty. Yeah. Uh We've only got one show left. Ben Heiser will be back next week, uh, I believe. So, uh, but you can catch uh, me and Dusty this week. We will be doing our final couple Forced to Punt podcasts. Couple? At least one. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? I'm off all week. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm not doing a podcast this week. If you want to do one, you can. I'm not. Wait, what? You're just dropping that on me before we go to break? Yeah, I mean, I didn't We're going to do a couple it. podcasts. Um, I'm off work. It's just up to you. Yeah, well, I, no, I forgot that I was on week. vacation. I'm I'm not. You just went on vacation a week ago. No, I went on vacation three weeks ago, and now I'm going on vacation again Two because month? it's the end of the year, and I got to use my Kylie? vacation time. So, yes, I will not be coming in this week. I'm going to phone you in a phone call, and that way you can just do it on the phone. That's fine. It should be. That's fine. I'll do that. I love you, Dad. Over the top. <laughs> Mike Williams is the Chargers' big play threat. He finally has a touchdown in back-to-back games for his first two on the season. Uh, In comes a Raiders team with an absolutely awful secondary. I'm calling my shot. Mike Williams, long touchdown today. He's going to have three straight games at the very end of the season with a touchdown. Mike Williams, 
absolute lock for me today in most of my lineups. We need a quick timeout when we get back our top off player of the week. Fantasy Football Sunday with Steven Serta. Dusty Likens coming up in just a few minutes, stepping in for uh, Jay Binkley, who you can catch later on this evening after the Chiefs take on the Bears on Sunday Night Football. Arrowhead Pride postgame show, Pete Sweeney, Jay Binkley taking over immediately following the game. But before that, while you're getting ready, while you're headed to your destination to watch Sunday Night Football, Arrowhead Pride tailgate with Pete Sweeney and Kent Swanson starts at 520 right here on 610 Sports Radio. So make sure you're locked into that and be locked into my guy, Dusty Likens, for the next couple hours as he's got you until noon ahead of uh, Sunday NFL action. Top off player of the week. Marlon Mack injured his hand. Uh, then he had two really tough matchups. Since returning from that hand injury, uh, he has not been super productive. Um, had an awful game last week, but the entire Colts offense had an awful game last week. Uh, but if you weathered the storm and made it to championship week without him, I think he's got a good chance at carrying you home. Uh, no team in the NFL, aside from the Jacksonville Jaguars, has been worse against the run over the second half of the season than the Carolina Panthers. Marlon Mack is set in a situation to go absolutely off today. I think Marlon Mack is going to get 20-plus touches. I think he's easily going over 100 yards, and he gets at least one touchdown. I think Marlon Mack is in a very, very good spot today. Soft hands catch. We're having computer issues. This is a time where I normally play a cut, and it was going to be that incredible pass from Carson Wentz to uh, running back Miles Sanders against the Washington R's last week where he hit him in the corner of the end zone. It was an absolute laser from Wentz. It was one of the most beautiful throws you will ever see in a football game. Um, It'd be nice if next season the Eagles would acknowledge that Sanders could be a potential star in the making. He's that talented of a player, in my opinion. He can do everything. Last week was his first 100-yard rushing game of the season, uh, but he's capable of doing it in the running game and the passing game. I think he he gets it going again today. Uh, I, I think they'll have an opportunity to run the offense through him kind of like they did last week uh, because the Cowboys do have a fairly good defense, but they can, they can be beaten. And, and this is uh this is do or die for the Eagles. I know they haven't shown up in these situations this season, uh, but I really like Miles Sanders potential today, especially in the passing game, because that's where you can really beat the Dallas Cowboys. Let's get back to our matchups. The giants at the R's. So the R's are missing pretty much their entire starting secondary. Uh, the Giants have a trash secondary to begin with, and they also cut Janoris Jenkins. Uh, this game has uh, legitimate fantasy implications. I think Daniel Jones is a potential dart throw for the desperate people out there who had uh, rough Saturday games, but there, there shouldn't be anybody um, unless you played a team that had multiple guys in all three games or something like that. There wasn't anybody that really killed you on Saturday the way that a Lamar Jackson killed you on Thursday last week. Uh, Darius Slayton's been incredible. Uh, I I don't think Jones returning hurts his value in any way. His targets were going up with Jones before the injury. Uh, I do think that it hurts Sterling Shepard. Golden Tate had good chemistry with Daniel Jones uh, prior to the injury, so I think he'll be fine in your lineup. Uh, If you've made it this far with Saquon Barkley, uh, just put him in your lineup and uh, hope he does something. Uh, Giant secondary has given up seven wide receiver touchdowns in the last five weeks, and that was before they cut Janoris Jenkins. I think Scary Terry's got got to be a lock in your lineup. Say he finally had an impactful fantasy game with Dwayne Haskins last week. I absolutely love Terry. 
Uh, I don't trust anyone else, really. AP will get a lot of carries, but the Giants' run defense has actually been pretty good with Leonard Williams clogging up the middle. Lions at the Broncos. Carryon Johnson is back. Uh, I'm not going to play him against a good run defense unless I'm absolutely desperate, like if you are, say, a Derrick Henry owner. I, I think that I would rather play take a chance on carry on Johnson, then pick up Deion Lewis and put him in my lineup, but you're, you're still not happy about it. Uh, Kenny Galladay is the only really viable starting player, but uh, I, I don't feel confident there either. Uh, he'll likely see Chris Harris, who has been a, a little down this year, but you can't trust uh, David Bluff. I actually don't hate Drew Locke as a dart throw. He was bad last week, but the Chiefs are in a different territory right now. Lions are... Uh, more their level, and outside of Darius Slay, their secondary isn't particularly good. Uh, so you play Sutton, of course. Uh, if Fant plays, I think you still have to bench him. He's just been banged up. He's shown good chemistry with Drew Locke, uh, but I have to imagine that if you made it this far, you've got a better option. Uh, this could be a good spot for Phil Lindsay to get going. His big games have come in the uh, Broncos' blowout wins. I think they've got a legitimate chance to blow out the Lions today. Uh, don't play Royce Freeman. The Raiders at the Chargers. Oakland just sent its best offensive lineman, Trent Brown, to IR. Josh Jacobs will not go today, so DeAndre Washington gets a start. He can be in your lineup, but I'm much more confident in Mike Boone. Like, let's not treat DeAndre Washington like he's going to go out here and be a league winner. I just don't have faith that he's going to do that when their offensive line is injured. They just lost their best offensive lineman. And you're going against a uh, Chargers run defense that was exploitable early in the season, but they've been really good lately. So I, I don't trust De- De- DeAndre Washington very much um, in today's lineup. I would much rather have Mike Boone if you were able to add both of them. Uh, Darren Waller is in your lineup, but I don't think you can play anyone else for the Raiders against this secondary. Uh, and that means stay the hell away from Derek Carr. Melvin Gordon had a couple of fumbles last week, uh, but I still think you have to start him. Uh, Raiders defense hasn't been particularly good. They were good against the run early in the season, but that slowed down a little bit. Austin Eckler, been incredible. Obvious fantasy lock in your lineup. Uh, he helped knock me out of the playoffs last week. Uh, the Raiders are bad against pass catching backs, so this is a knockout matchup for Austin Eckler. Uh, Keenan Allen has been better over the last five games. He's had a ton of success against the Raiders during his career, so I think Keenan Allen's a guy you can put in your lineup. And I already told you about Mike Williams. I absolutely love him today. He's making the case to be the Chargers' number one wide receiver, and he's finally getting in the end zone. Love Mike Williams. Hunter Henry's been absolutely awful. Um, but it is a good matchup against Oakland. So I, I, I think you, you you still play Hunter Henry likely because you don't have somebody with more potential than him. And I think you can play Phillip Rivers today. I, I think he can be really productive against the Raiders. He's had a lot of success against the Raiders over his career, of course. Uh, the Cowboys at the Eagles. Dak Prescott has a bad shoulder that kept him from throwing all week. Uh, but they say he's good to go. I don't think I'm that worried about him. Uh, this should be an incredible spot for him to blow up. If for whatever reason Dak uh, doesn't go or he can't throw or something, I-, I think you still can play Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. The Eagles secondary is just, is just bad. Uh, Eagles have given up seven wide receiver touchdowns in the last month. Uh, you can't start any Cowboy tight end, of course. Uh, you have to start Zeke coming off his best game of the season. Uh, he had a good game against the Eagles the first time they played even though the Eagles have a pretty good run defense. Miles Sanders should be another good spot after his uh, blow-up last week. Cowboys have been very good against opposing backs, though. Uh, Gurley got touchdowns last week, but that game uh, that game was a blowout, and, and he got his touchdowns when they didn't really matter. Uh, 
Dallas has been bottom 10 against tight ends all season, though. So I think Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard are both guys you can play today because the Eagles, we've talked about their wide receiver injuries. They just have absolutely nobody. Nelson Aguilar not going again today. Uh, Greg Ward was great last week. He's the number one wide receiver for the Eagles. I, I guess that that doesn't make you feel good, though. <laughs> uh, and the Cowboys have a pretty good secondary against opposing wideouts. Uh, I don't think I'm playing Carson Wentz, even though he's been he's been better lately. Uh, it's just not a great matchup. Like, I, I know he was still productive and found a way to get it done last week against Washington. And Carson Wentz, in my opinion, is still a very talented player. But it's it's just a tough game. So I, I, I don't have a lot of faith in that. Uh, the Cardinals at the Seahawks. Hopefully he played Kenyon Drake last week. Uh, he should be in your lineup this week. Seattle's given up five rushing touchdowns in the last three games. And they aren't good against pass-catching backs. He's just getting a lot of the work. David Johnson's hardly involved. Uh, Kenyon Drake should absolutely be in your lineup. Kyler Murray seems safe, but I, I don't trust any Cardinal wide receivers. Uh, none of them have been consistent at all this season. Christian Kirk is expected to play. Larry Fitzgerald will be involved, uh, but neither one of them has been good. Uh, let, let, let's just be real. They, they just don't have any consistent pass catchers. I don't see how you can play anybody and uh, hope for a big game. Uh, Russell Wilson hasn't been great lately, but the Cardinals are awful against opposing quarterbacks. This is a championship spot for Russell Wilson. Love Tyler Lockett this week, who appears to finally be healthy again. Um, I think that he has to be in your lineup. DK Metcalf likely to see Patrick Peterson, who's who's come on the last couple of weeks after struggling when, once coming back from suspension. Uh, so that does scare me away from DK a little bit. Jacob Hollister is an absolute must-start against the Cardinals, who are the worst tight end defense in the NFL. And Chris Carson, another Absolutely fantastic spot to carry you to victory this week. The Chiefs at Bears on Monday Night Football. Of course, Patrick Mahomes is in your lineup. You can make the case he, he looked the best he's looked all season long last week. Uh, he seems right, and the NFL is on notice. The uh, Chiefs offense feels like it is a sleeping giant ready to just go off against the Chicago Bears tonight on Sunday Night Football. It feels like everybody's been talking about that all week. Um I think I think they are like I I think we're ready to see that that full flip switch with the Kansas City Chiefs where because I've talked about it uh, on six ten all throughout the week I still feel like we haven't gotten that game yet you know some people want to say that it was the Raiders game or that it was that Broncos game I think those division games are very different games or you could say it was even the Patriots game but I I think that the Chiefs are ready to just come out tonight. And absolutely demolish the Bears because I don't think their offense is going to be able to do anything. Even though the Bears' pass defense has been has been good this season, uh, that defense isn't anything close to what it was last year. Uh, so Tyreek Hill, obviously in your lineup, even in a tough matchup. Bears' defense has been stellar against tight ends all season. But you aren't benching Travis Kelsey. Uh, he, he's as unbenchable as you can get in a tight end. Uh, you can't play a Chiefs running back this week, though, in my opinion. Damian Williams likely to return. LaShawn McCoy, Spencer Ware, Darwin Thompson. I, I mean, we don't have any idea who's going to get the bulk of the carries, who's going to be the guy that uh, takes over the backfield. So stay the hell away from them. And you can't play Sammy Watkins, but I don't I don't mind taking a flyer on McCole Hardman. Uh, Mitch has been putting up better numbers lately. So I, I'm not playing Mitch. The Chiefs secondary has been fantastic. Um, they've been to a top 12 pass defense over the back half of the season. Run defense still struggling. Uh, David Montgomery, I think, is going to be in your lineup, but you're not starting him with confidence. Uh, Anthony Miller is the only wide receiver that I think I would play because Allen Robinson's just in a very tough matchup.
Uh, well, we did it. We made it to uh, week 16 championship week in fantasy football. Uh, let's go win a ring. Let's try to get a title. Uh, Monday night football, start Aaron Rodgers, start Devontae Adams, start Aaron Jones, start Mike Boone, start Stefan Diggs and Kirk Cousins. I don't know. And Adam Thielen. That's about it on Monday night football. So my guy, Dusty Likens coming up next. He's got you until noon. Thank you guys. We've got one more show week 17. I'll talk to you then. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.